Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danker, Timothy Go, and Chua Tian Tian. It's time now for In the Spotlight. Now, where profit once dominated conversations in the boardroom, businesses are increasingly operating with purpose in mind. It's all about building a better world for future generations. Now, central that to that ambition are global challenges, including genetic diseases, food security, climate change, and even access to financial services. Now, if it's left unchecked, future generations will face devastating social, economic and environmental circumstances. Hence, an urgent collective response across society is required and businesses play a leading role in addressing these challenges. Now, by pursuing long-term value creation over solely short-term profits, many businesses are becoming a force for good with products, investments and initiatives that make a lasting positive impact. Our next guest, Pacific Broadband Satellites Group, is part of uh, Economic Development Board's Business for Good campaign to tell us more about what they've done on this front. Online with me is Christian Patero, who is Chief Executive Officer for Pacific Broadband Satellites Group. Christian, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for taking the time. So you guys provide high-speed broadband internet service for the Southeast Asia and Pacific Islands regions. What is the business model? And tell us a little bit more about some of the services that you provide. Right, so we own uh, and operate a uh, geostationary broadband satellite and, and uh, we of course headquartered in Singapore and we provide high-speed broadband mainly in the countryside of the developing world of Asia and the Pacific to enterprise primarily and we do that because you know these activity centers generate a lot of wealth in the countryside. They are primarily uh, primary industries, prom- uh, production centers as well as government facilities and they deeply need connectivity to operate and become more sustainable and more efficient. Mm. So EDB's Business for Good campaign, why did you guys choose to take part in this Business for Good campaign? How did you get involved with it? Right. Uh, so, look, uh, first of all, we have a very deep contacts with EDB generally mm. for the role we're playing in connecting different businesses in Asia and in the Pacific and, you know, promoting the position of Singapore in that field across the region. Okay. But naturally, you know, because we inject connectivity and capacity at the heart of the countryside of the developing world, we are so a natural lifeline to businesses and communities where that bandwidth is the most needed. We provide not only a fundamental lifeline to, you know, hospital, healthcare, clinics, we also enhance deeply education and we always there participating to disaster response and disaster recovery. So naturally, we are front and center when it comes to business as a force for good. Mm. So it's no longer a trend, you know, to be a force for good or, or business for good. It's about giving back as well. I want to hear your personal thoughts as a CEO. Why is it important for a company to give back in that sense? Well, uh, you know, I started the company. I'm an entrepreneur. And when you put together a business plan for the company you want to create, you want it to be meaningful. You want to address societal issues mm. and that are important for you as an entrepreneur. 
so that's what I did with Pacific. But uh, in fact, I never really realized until actually we started the business how deep and how fundamental our bandwidth was, how, how um, transformational really that, that bandwidth was when we distributed in the heart of the countryside. Like I said, again, we... Um, you know, we are participating to education, healthcare. We're saving lives directly yeah. by connecting hospitals, connecting clinics, and also participating to emergency response. And it's important to realize that it's false for goods, but it's business as well. Uh, because I, I don't believe in charity, right? Yeah, so it, it's important to create a virtuous circle that people actually pay for the service. You need to find a willingness to pay. You're saving lives. Mm. It has a value, right? So mm. it's very important that you collect money so that you can raise more investment. You can have more impact by providing those deeply fundamentally needed services but being paid for it and then paying your lenders, paying your investors so that you can expand that impact towards a regional, a continental and eventually a global impact that you can provide at that level. Mm. So it's about finding that value proposition to pay for the service. Yet at the same time, uh, helping others has that value as well. Uh, Christian, I've just been alerted that you were recognized as the CEO of the year at the 2022 Asian Telecom Awards. As a personal question, what would you attribute this victory victory too or is it just the beginning for you <laughs> uh, well, it, because, uh, you know, we are focusing on a segment that yeah. is really meaningful, mm. that changes lives, mm-hmm. that saves lives, that we are front and center when people need it, need us most. Um, and it's, we're doing it in a sustainable manner. Yeah. So yeah. we are very innovative in an industry that would otherwise be quite sleepy in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, satellites is something that, yes, people have in mind, but, you know, it's more the industry of telecommunication is more focused on mobile operators, you know, new uh, devices, and, and satellite is an infrastructure that people don't necessarily think about. Yeah. And I wanted to instill new wind into that industry by addressing, you know, the, the real needs of people who are living in the most precarious environments. Yeah, satellites are only exciting when the aliens come visiting. <laughs> <laughs> but Christian, I mean, we talked a little bit about the Business for Good campaign. If you don't mind me jumping back to that, what were some of the challenges you faced when you were working on this campaign? Well, you know, generally, it's, uh, what I think is is that you know, there are a lot of people talk about force for goods when it's in fact not fundamental to their business. To really be able to make a change and try to broadcast your impact as a force for good, you need to have it written in the DNA of your business. And that's what we have, really. But, you know, when you're alongside other businesses that just do force for good as a, you know, corporate social responsibility, you really kind of need to elbow your position and demonstrate that it is actually, you know, the, the attributes that is the most front and center with your business. You mm-hmm. basically laid the ground. I laid the ground of my business when I created it with force for good, with ESG impact, the boilerplate of the business. And the business was built onto that. Right. Are you satisfied with the work so far in terms of this uh, force for good campaign? What's your ultimate target here? Uh, well, the ultimate target is to expand. We are, have now one satellite. At the time it was launched in 2019, it was the second largest geostationary satellite ever launched into space. And now we want to launch an even bigger one to cover an expanded area. We want to take on the entire Asian region, potentially move westwards, go into further locations of Southeast Asia and mm-hmm. South Asia. 
eventually take on the entire Asian region and move on to Africa and the rest of the world. So we think there's a formidable potential for our business, for our business model. And, you know, we, we just want to expand and make more people benefit from what we're doing. Mm. Do you see or, or, or what can you say about Singapore being an ideal location for companies who are looking to do business for good? Look, I think business for good is something that generally entrepreneurs have at their heart. So okay. you need to have an environment that is conducive to entrepreneurship. And that is what Singapore has in Asia, right? So it's a very unique environment for ease of business, uh, ease of raising capital, ease of having an embryo <laughs> of a business and nurturing it and growing it. You have a trove of talents in Singapore. It's easy to attract talents. And that's really fantastic. Um, it's a very unique environment that you find pretty much only in a few places in the world. Maybe the Silicon Valley is another one, but okay. you know, Singapore is pretty much the only place in the region in Asia that I can think of that has the, these attributes of, that are so conducive to entrepreneurship. Christian, mm. I'd like to get some advice f- from you for companies mm. who are in that position now. Okay, this is no longer a trend. We want to be a company that balances profit and purpose. We want to be a force for good as well. But- Where can they start? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think if you want to do that, the first thing is that you define a bold purpose that inspires shared value and that thinks about those around you. And you embed that into uh, the organization's DNA. You need to distinguish your tangible business values and and competitive advantage from the corporate philanthropy, right? It's it's not philanthropy. It's not CSR. Mm. You really need to put it at the heart of your business and then find a way to make it sustainable. Right, okay. to make it economically sustainable. Okay. And, you, and then you need to be able to measure the impact. Right? You need mm. to have like a tangible, you know, quantitative measure system to actually realize how much you are impacting and how much ESG impact you are imparting on your market. Uh, and then you share your success and you hope that you can expand that success and other people can replicate it and can be inspired from it. Mm. I know you mentioned earlier on the goal is to expand, but uh, mm. what more do you think Pacific can do? for good that is well, of course, I think we can expand our reach to NGOs. We don't work really with enough NGOs today. I think these NGOs have a deep reach into not only the doing good for healthcare and education, but also for disaster response. I think today we are present with this disaster response, but one little disappointment I have generally is that people are never prepared enough mm. for disasters. And, you know, it's it's important for us to work with these NGOs, maybe work with governments or even local governments, regional governments, for them to be prepared for disasters, especially in the region we live in. You know, we live in the ring of fire. Of course, you yeah. don't feel it in Singapore, yeah. but, you know, in Indonesia and across the Pacific, you feel it. And people somehow are never really prepared for that. And then when they come and see us, it's often too late. So I, I kind of hope we can put together maybe a disaster fund in place so that we can tap into to that fund and, and be a lot more reactive when disaster strikes. All right. Don't wait for it to be too late. Uh, <laughs> been speaking with Christian Patero, who is Chief Executive Officer, Pacific Broadband Satellites Group. Uh, Christian, appreciate your time and I do Thank wish you, you a great weekend in advance. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O.
Available on Google Play or the App Store.